0: Around my house, you may find, occasionally you'll find, a Hershey's bar sitting on top of the credenza. Sometimes it stays there for a day, sometimes for two or three days. It just depends on how much chocolate consumption is going on in the house. And um, Can you imagine if that chocolate bar on the inside had one of those Willy Wonka gold tickets? Remember Willy Wonka and the little Charlie? He was looking for that golden ticket. And, well, we know the story. I always see it in schools when I teach in there quite a bit. In elementary schools, they, they always have a hallway full of Willy Wonka stuff, what this, that, and the other. But can you imagine getting one a hold of one of those chocolate bars and just letting it sit around the house, and inside that chocolate bar is that golden ticket. And you never opened it up. Well, I was reading this morning, and I noticed, and I spent some time thinking about, remember the lost son, the lost coin, and the lost things that it talks about there in in the book of Luke and how that lost son got his dad's possessions that his dad gave to him. He went off and he squandered it. I didn't focus on that this morning. I was looking at the other brother that stayed home. He stayed home, and he worked hard. And when his brother came home, he was not happy because his dad had killed the fatted calf. They were having a party going on. He comes in from the fields like, what's going on? And then his dad comes out, and he's very upset. I'm thinking, why is his brother upset that his brother came home? I mean, that's a good thing that your brother gets That's a good thing. And so I'm sitting there just thinking about that and how... Jesus was relaying that and kind of paralleling that with the Pharisees of his time, and he was talking to them through that story. And it just came to my mind and thinking about, you know, that second son didn't really understand. He didn't have the knowledge that he needed to really understand what was really going on. And so as I was looking through this this week and reading and praying and, and sitting before the Lord, The the, the words that kept coming to my mind was just understanding and wisdom and knowledge, the Holy Spirit. You know, there are some things that I don't know nothing about. How about you? Would you agree with that? I know nothing about it whatsoever. I don't even know that it exists. And then I find out about something that I know nothing about. And then if I want to pursue that, I do. And then I learn about it. And then I, if I don't even pursue it more, then I go and I learn and I do, and then it continues to go around. It's that leadership cycle. And I'm thinking how the Holy Spirit there, and I keep reading John chapter 14, John chapter 15, John chapter 16. He keeps telling his disciples, he goes, look, I'm going away and I'm going to send you the Holy Spirit. Now think about it. You're with Jesus walking around and... He says, I'm going to go away. I'm going to send you the comforter, the counselor, the advocate. And I'll be saying like, okay, that's nice, but we want you, Jesus. We don't want nobody else but you. Why do I want somebody else? We have you right here with us. But Jesus says, it is good that I go away. Then I'll send the comforter to you. That must be something Pretty special. Pretty special. Because every good and perfect gift comes from above. So when he sent the Holy Spirit, it is a good gift. It's a perfect gift. It's an incredible gift. And reading through some things, there's some commentators who talked about how, you know, the Holy Spirit is a person. We've talked about that. Did you realize that? The Holy Spirit is a person. Did you really grasp that? He is a real, relevant person who walks with you. He talks with you. I hope he does. He talks with me all the time. He wants to walk with you through every situation that you're going through. I like that. One thought for the day. What you pursue, you will possess. What you pursue, you will possess. What are you pursuing? What are you going after? Maybe you have no goals at all. You're like, eh, okay, sirrah. <laughs> maybe you do, maybe you're very goal driven. Maybe you write them down and you scratch them off. Is that you? I love the paper and pencil. That way I can just scratch it off. Of course, now we have the phones, we click, 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 but I don't like that. I like the pencil and paper. On my desk at home, there's a list and I get to mark it off. I like that. Are you goal-driven? Well, the Holy Spirit loves to illuminate. He loves to um, show you great and marvelous things. There's a song years ago we used to sing. Greater than all my problems, greater than anything God is. Know the song? I went through there and looked at the lyrics He's bigger than any mountain that I can or cannot see. Bigger than all my questions, bigger than anything. God is bigger than any mountain that I can or cannot see. Bigger than all my shadows, bigger than all my confusion, bigger than anything, bigger than my questions, my fears, bigger than my problems. And every time I continue to look at this Holy Spirit and look at Him and talk with Him and speak to Him, That verse keeps coming back time and time and time again. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. I can't get over that. I cannot get over it. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. I've known that all my life. But the more I talk to him and the more I fellowship with him, he goes, James, I'm greater than that problem. I'm greater than this problem. I'm greater than that. I like that. Because I can't do much of my own. Don't you like to be part of something bigger than yourself? Don't you? People like to be led somewhere. Don't you? You just want to just wander around. You want to have, what, something, something to focus on. That's why I like when Mark came, he goes, focus on one person today. One. And we even had someone this week that did that. Just focusing on one person. Can you imagine that? That's 365 people in one year. (laughs) That's pretty awesome, right? Times 50. That's a lot of people. Surely one person will get saved out of those 50 times 365. You think? You would think he is bigger than anything. The Holy Spirit, I am pursuing him like never before. And the way I do that is I sit and I speak with him, I talk with him. I I read his word. Did you know that he took this word? And he took over 40 plus men and he sat them down. And he carried them along. I don't know what that is like. But he carried them along, the Holy Spirit did. He says, write that down. Write, they're going to need that. He goes, James is going to need that. In July 7, 2009, write it down. I'm greater. Write it down. That's called inspiration." That's called illumination. I like that. Can you imagine being one of those 40 men, writing that down in their own style, own dialects, and they're just writing it down there, just getting with it? I like that. So He wants us to know something. He wants us to pursue Him. And He is greater. Not only is He greater, He is better. He has something Better for you than you have for yourself. Did you know that? He has something better for you. You can't see it. You can't always see it. Ask Joseph, could he see it? No. He spent time in Egypt. Did he want to? No. I got a coffee in a second. Can you imagine? He had no idea. But Jesus had something better. How about Job? He lost everything. And, you know, I don't get that. Satan goes to check in, like everybody has to check in at the throne. And God says, Where have you been? Oh, I've been roaming around. Have you considered my uh, servant Job? Have you considered Job? What? And then he why he goes, okay and he wipes out his family and everything he has. Let's say you're Job. You had, he had his beautiful family. You had all these fields and flocks and everything, and it was all taken away in a few days. How can that be God? Right? When you sit there, and then you got these boils on your body. I don't have. I never had a well. Maybe I had a small boil, but have you ever had boils to where they just pop, the pus runs out, and he's scraping it with pottery, just to, just to, I don't know why, because it itches so bad. I got so burnt this year down in, in, in Florida that I just, I just, I was just itching at night. I mean, he was scratching it, because it itched and oozing just all over. And he's sitting there in the dust, and he had his three buddies come by and say hi. How you doing? Yeah, they weren't good buddies. How can that be better? How can something be better? Well, have you ever read the last part of the book? I don't know how many days or years or how much long that. Well, I need to go back and look and see that length of time. But it says, the Lord blessed the latter part of Job's life more than the former. He had 14,000 sheep. 6,000 camels. This is double everything he had. He also had seven sons and three daughters. Nowhere in all the land were there found women as beautiful as Job's daughters, and their father granted them an inheritance along with their brothers. God blessed him. Who would have thought from where he was that the Lord would have something better for him? And then Peter, can you imagine walking along the water? He's fishing. Lord's like, I mean, that's wrong with fishing, being a fisherman. I wouldn't care if to do that. I'd probably get sick on the water all the time. You smell like fish, look like fish. You know, it's just you know, it's something about fish, you know. But he goes, I'll make you a fisher of men. And then he goes and preaches in Acts chapter 1 and 2. and Over 3,000 are saved in one day that's some good fishing. That's a good fishing day. 3,000 souls, that's a good fishing day. That is better. The Lord has so much better for you that if you'll just pursue Him, pursue the Holy Spirit, He has an incredible opportunity. Don't miss the opportunities. Don't miss what the Lord has for you. Don't miss it. I truly believe we're missing a lot of things. We're going to get to heaven, and the Lord goes, let me show you what I really had. You didn't give me total control. I sent the Holy Spirit, and He's wanting to kind of go do this, and you kind of weren't listening very well, but but, but, you know, you, you, were, you were in tune, but you could, but it, you, you didn't give me. If you'd have done that, this is what I had for you. Why is it we don't turn our life totally over to Christ, to the Holy Spirit? Why is that? I guess we're all different. That would be like giving him everything I own, given my whole day. Can you imagine getting up every day? Okay, I'm yours. I'm yours, Lord. Everything I got. Everything I am. Really? Don't sing it if you don't mean it. I'm yours, Lord. Everything I am. Forget my list. What you want me to do today? I'm yours, Lord the Holy Spirit, and don't worry about the bills. Go to work. Work hard, right? First, go to work, okay? And when you get there, work hard, okay? Well, the other day I walked by Arielle. She was sitting down, so I sat down with her. (laughs) I did. I sat next to her. I said, what are you doing? Nothing. Good. I ain't doing nothing either. (laughs) Why? Because I can't. I'll sit here, too. She acted like she was doing some paperwork. She wasn't do nothing. She wasn't do nothing out there. <laughs> yeah, she was. She was doing safe work. Everybody working safe? Yeah, I was working safe. But just walking around and I lost where I was. What was I talking about? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, first you go to work, then you work hard. And then the Holy Spirit's guiding you, and you won't have to worry about your bills. Unless you keep charging that credit card. Now we go, oh my gosh, here we go down that road, right? Oh, Holy Spirit's with me. Charge, charge, charge. I'll buy that, buy this, buy this. this." No, no, you got to have some self restraint. But if you do what He wants you to do, I guarantee you look back into the day and you go, "Oh, well, that's taken care of." Why? Because he has an agenda. You think the Lord could save the whole world? In one second. You think he could? Yeah, he could do. Everybody make, make him a Paul on the road to Damascus. Everybody just I can't see. Well, who, who are you, Lord? Could he not do that right now? Everybody in the whole world. Could he not? Yeah. Does he do that? No. Who does he use? <laughs> look around. So if we do and pursue him like we pursue food, <laughs> we leave here, we're going to pursue it, right? You're going to, you're, you, you've already got on in your mind, what you are going to do? You've already got it cooking, or you already got it already in your refrigerator, already fixed up, you, you, right? Don't tell me you don't pursue food. Don't tell me. You talk about it all the time. Don't tell me you don't pursue those, I'm a gamer, those games. I've got to buy that next game. It's coming out at 2 a.m. I'm going to get my tent and camp out. I'll be there at 5 in the afternoon. I'm going to camp out. I'll be the first one there. I'm going to, I'm gonna... Don't tell me you don't do that. My boys do it. They camp out. I'm like, are you, forget it. Would you get me that? What's it do there? Right? <laughs> How would you do that? And they get trampled. I mean, the next morning, wow. Because you're pursuing. If we pursued the Holy Spirit, don't you know He's greater than that little bill you got, that fifty bucks you owe on the water bill you can't pay. You Don't think you can pay that water bill. Oh, the Holy Spirit only has forty-five dollars. You don't have enough. You only got forty-four dollars, some change. Holy Spirit. Wow, excuse me. I think He made. Every, I think He was hovering over the water. Wasn't he hovering? I think he owns it all. I think you're kind of just someone who just kind of is a steward of what he gives you. Or am I just totally wrong when I go to funerals and there's just a body in a casket? You can't take anything with you. So if we pursue the Holy Spirit like David did, What did David do? Now he didn't care what you thought. He'd be dancing down the street, taking off his royal robes, like any other vile guy would do. Remember his wife looking down below? He's doing that. Holy Spirit said, No children for you. Uh Huh? We've got to pursue him. Stand at the gate. Just wait for him. Wait for him. Better is one day in your courts than thousands elsewhere. Does that sound like David to you? Yeah, that's David. Better is one day in your courts than thousands he's, he's, he's consumed. What consumes you? all good. Make sure everybody's all right. one time, my my grandbaby was was texting me during church. I said, you're preaching. Who is it? My boys know you better not be messing with my phone, you know. And so I'm like, my grandbaby. He's like, hey, Papa, whatever. (laughs) Stop. You know what time it is? It's 11. I'm preaching. Stop. He's a precious gift but I'm thinking we're missing the opportunities. We have to have understanding. I mentioned it last week, a couple weeks ago, but what about that story where King Solomon, he sacrificed so many animals, oxen. He was sacrificing thousands. Dake said it was $325,000 worth of animals. That's a lot of money. And then he's sleeping or in a daze or something, he's dreaming. Well, the father's talking to him. Ask me for anything, and I'll do it for you. I've never, have you ever had that? Do you, no, I've never had that experience. No. What do you want? so what does Solomon do? He goes, well, I'm sitting here governing your people, Father, and I don't have any clue. I feel like a kid. I don't know how to, I don't know how to do this. What should I do? Matter of fact, I want understanding. I want wisdom. What does the Lord do? He's like, that is awesome. The Lord's like, this is great. You didn't ask for riches. You didn't ask that your enemies be destroyed. You didn't ask for this, that, and the other. He goes, you asked for that, I'll give you that, and I'll give you everything else. Proverbs 4, 5, get wisdom, get understanding. Do not forget my words or turn away from them. Get wisdom, get understanding. Get it. Why do I need it? Why do I need understanding? Because understanding is the ability to see through God's eyes, to hear through His ears, to feel as His heart, to walk in His steps, to think with His mind. What's that verse? I walk by faith and not by sight. The Holy Spirit wants to take you places you've never been before. Some of you might be in the presence of the president. I don't know. He may take you there. He may take you across the globe. I don't know. He may take you downtown to see the mayor. I don't know, but he'll take you places where he wants you to go. He has so much for you. I want you to get that in your spirit today. He is greater, and he has so much better for you. You can't see it, but you've got to walk by faith and not by sight and allow the Holy Spirit total control. And yes, Father, give me understanding. Give me wisdom. Give me, you, just, you know, it doesn't sound like it's that big of a deal, but that is the golden ticket. That is the golden ticket that maybe some of us have just left the candy bar on the Cardenza, and we haven't even opened it up. It's like going to half price books, buying two volumes on the Holy Spirit, and you start walking out and you forgot volume two on the counter. You get to the house. Did you already pay for that volume two? Yeah. Did you forget it? Yeah. Well, you're going to get it? I'm going to go back and get that volume two. I already paid for that. Maybe it's like that. Maybe you haven't totally pursued him because, you know what? There is incredible stuff in this Word. When I sat on the beach for hours, a couple weeks ago, for hours, I would sit there for hours and read and think and pray and and the the winds would blow. He's just like, there is so much more of me, James, that you could even ever imagine. (laughs) And this, this boat... Every morning, we sat there, and this boat was out in the water. It was out there before I even got up. He was sitting out there. Every day, same spot. Every spot. He, I don't know if he anchored down or what. He he was out there. I mean, he was catching. I don't know what he was doing. But there were these boats for miles lined up, 40 of them at one time, and they kept coming to him. I don't want that. They keep coming, coming. And every for at least five, six hours, they kept coming, kept coming. And they, I don't know whether he was getting if he had bait for them to use when they go fishing. Probably what it was. But they kept coming, they kept coming. There was a big line of people. I'm like, what is? And the next day, same thing. Next day, same. Like, what is going on out there? Because said they went to the person who had something. They went to the guy who had the stuff. Have you gone to the guy who's got the stuff? He's got all the wisdom, all the knowledge that you'll ever need. You lack wisdom? Ask the Lord for it. Sound like a book of James to you? I don't know what to do in that situation. You know what I do? I just sit and I go, Holy Spirit, I don't have a clue what to do with that. I don't even know what to do. What do you think I am going to do? As a matter of fact, you know what? Would you just take care of it for me? Remember what I said years ago? The longer I sit with him, the less I have to do each day. Did you grasp that? The longer I sit with the Holy Spirit, the less I have to do. Why? He is my helpmate. Look at a verse, and we'll wrap up with this. It's in the book of John. It's in verse 16. But when he, the spirit of truth, verse 13, comes, he will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears. He will tell you what is yet to come. He will tell you what's yet to come. You want to know what's going to happen later? He will tell you. I write down all my dreams. I write down all my thoughts the Lord gives me in a book. And I wrote down that one quote that one day back last what? I think it was November. He goes, prepare yourself, James. Prepare yourself. I'm like, what is that? Prepare yourself. I wrote it down, prepare yourself. I said. And I'm thinking, I told the Holy Spirit, said, that's great. Could you give me some more on that? Because I'm thinking negative. How about positive life? Prepare yourself. You're going to open the floodgates of heaven. And and, uh, what does that mean? Well, within a month's time, I was sitting in the hospital. What was he trying to tell me? Prepare yourself, James. Something's about to happen in your body that's not normal. Any good? So when I was in that bed, I was thinking, oh, that's what you meant. He goes, yeah, that's it. And there was one day, some of you guys were coming to see me. So was like, Thank you so much for coming to see me. It was awesome. But I, I felt so bad. I never been there. I, I didn't want no one. I didn't want to talk to I didn't want to see nobody. I didn't want to talk to nobody. I just wanted to lay there and just, oh my gosh, I just couldn't even think. Have you ever been there? It just, life hurts so bad. You just was like, don't talk to me. Don't look at me. Don't tell me to do this. And, and, and the nurse helped me get in my chair. Or Okay, I'm like, I'm a healthy guy, right? She had to help me get in the chair. Okay, are you okay? Yeah, I feel like I I I was 105. Yeah, hold on. That's sick, isn't it? Holy Spirit I got this. So I'm sitting there in the chair. I started feeling a little better. So I just thought, I'm going to get back in my bed. So I got back in my bed. That nurse came unglued. She was so mad at me. Don't you ever move from your chair to your bed. I take care of you on that. I don't know what the deal was. There's, I don't know. If I fell or something, she'd be responsible. I don't know. I was in trouble. trouble. Did she put, like, she locked me down? I, I couldn't move from my bed. I, she did something. Yeah, she did something. She did something where I, I couldn't move from my bed. I was like, that is terrible. Now I'm stuck. See, because the Holy Spirit Will allow things to come your way so that he can teach you, train you, slow you down. You know what he's doing? He's going, he's screaming. Hello, are you there? Are oh, you still running from me? Huh. I know you like you're pursuing me, kind of sort of, but I'm right here. Hello, he's screaming. I scream louder, but I'm afraid the sound guy's likes. Maybe you're going through your situation because he's screaming and you're not sitting and listening. I don't know. I just know for me, he sat me down for a week or two. So maybe your Wonka bar is on the credenza. You haven't opened it up yet because you haven't really pursued the Holy Spirit like you should. He's the golden ticket. Pursue him today. Get wisdom. Get understanding. It'll help you out there. It'll help you in here. It'll help you with relationships. Wouldn't it be awesome? If every marriage, everybody knew exactly what they're what they're thinking and doing? And you're one always? would be awesome? I just love you, dear. Right? Oh, I just love you so much. Oh, oh, just, it's, it's, it's wonderful. 24-7. It ain't like that in my house. Oh, but you're a pastor, and, and it, yeah, you look, you look great. Oh, whatever. We have our times, don't we? She's, she's thinking one way, I'm like, that ain't the way to think. You're the wrong song. And I am right. And I'm going to let you know. You don't do that, do you, in the house? Let me tell you another little thing about what I just thought. You don't do that, right? No, you don't do you, know, yeah, yeah, you Take care of that. There's a give and take, isn't there? Holy Spirit's like, I'm right here. Just talk to me. I tell him about all my stuff. And he's not surprised. he doesn't go, I didn't know that, James. He goes, yeah, I've been trying to talk about that for a long time. You're finally listening. Good. Mm. Oh, wow, I didn't get this part of the thing. That's a bummer. Remember this song? Here's what you got to allow us to do, and then we'll, we'll finish. Remember this song? Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on me. Melt me, mold me, fill me, and use me. Oh, my gosh. Wait a second. Go back. Melt me. Holy Spirit, melt me. You know why he has to melt you? Because you got these big, gigantic barriers around you. Because I've been hurt. He's got to melt that wall down. You know why maybe some of your prayers aren't being answered? Because he's working with you first. He goes, Okay, okay, I get there, but let's work on you first. But, geez, what about this? Let's talk about you first. You got that response from him? Yeah, I know all that. I'm going to take care of that, but first let's work on you. Melt me. What's the next one? Mold me. That hurts. Molding. It's like that clay where they cut off pieces and they. Who likes to be truncated? <laughs> all right. Who like? no one likes to be truncated? Come so they say truncated? Espanol? Truncated? I don't know. Mold me. Fill me. Oh, yeah, there we go. Fill me. Use me. That's the key. He goes through all that so you can be used. Aye, aye, aye. Bummer, right? Use me. Yeah, that's what he wants to do. He wants to use you. Beyond anything you've ever done before. Why? Because he has something better for you. But I'm doing pretty good right now, Pastor James. Oh, well, you may be doing pretty good. You know what? Things might be paid. Things are looking good. Kids are doing great. Dogs healthy. But is that what he has for you? For today? But if you ask them, is it time for something new? I can't wait for VBS because we saw these kids come in. They run around, go crazy. And before long it'll be ten years and twenty years, you're like, that kid is now whoa, whoa. These kids are now growing and they're going to do things. We're already lose two, going to school. That's crazy. Pretty soon, you know, I'll be married with kids and driving cars and all those kids running around and grandkids. and then It don't take long. The question is, are we going to be used of him in this life? There's more to life than getting married, having kids, making a home, making sure the car runs. There's more to life than that. How about, like Mark says, you just through all that process, You're sharing your testimony and let the Holy Spirit speak to you. That's what he wants to do. He wants to use you every day, all day, because he has something better for you. How's your walls? Are you letting the Holy Spirit melt them down so that he can access you and shape and mold you into his likeness? Because I don't know about you, but when I get up in the morning, I look inside my heart, I go, ooh, that is ugly, isn't it? He goes, that's pretty, I go, yeah, that's pretty ugly. He goes, yeah, that's pretty ugly. I go, oh, yeah, that's ugly. Because you kind of like take that ugliness away? He goes, oh, I'll, I, yeah, I can do that for you. I sure can. I'll take it right now. Isn't he good? That he can go inside and go, ooh, that's ugly. I'll take that. He's going to take my ugliness? Thank you very much. That's a friend. It's called the advocate who comes alongside you And he comforts you.